Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, Mazzogast fans. Quick note. We recorded this podcast before the news of DeMonte Cross being fired broke, so uh, we don't talk about it in the show, although you can see how smart we are, alluding to the fact that it could happen. Colin and I will visit this issue in depth on our midweek show on Wednesday when we talk about the Purdue game, so expect some hard-hitting Mazadcast analysis about the end of the DeMonte Cross era. Until then, stay tuned for a riveting South Carolina edition of the Mazadcast. Gonna throw it. Slam. This bugs for you, Mizzou. Johnson, and he's gone. Touchdown, Missouri. It don't get no better than that, man. Lock deep near side. Jamon Moore. It's a foot race. 82 yards. Touchdown, Missouri. Boy, look at Crockett run. It's his fourth touchdown run of the day. This is the Mazad Cast. Howdy, Tiger fans, and welcome to the Mazadcast. I'm your host, Brennan Anthony. With me, as always, is the man inside the Waltz inflatable mascot costume, Colin Anthony. What's up, dum-dums? Not being able to join us today is uh, Brian Goers, who's suffering from pneumonia from uh, blowing up Waltz the inflatable mascot costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, pray for him. But instead, we have the lover of Waltz the inflatable mascot, <laughs> Caleb Bungart. Hello, children. <laughs> so, guys... There was a Mizzou football game this weekend, and uh, let's just get it out of the way. The Tigers lost. 31-13. to 13 Where to start? Against South Carolina. This was not what we expected, or was it? Well, this was... I didn't expect us to win necessarily, even though I did be like, hey, I think it's going to come around. There's a... You know, I, I got pretty excited at the midweek show, but ultimately, I think everybody in... This podcast studio was pretty skeptical of a Tigers win. Mm. What I didn't expect was us to lose in such a fucking trash bag fashion. No. No, I mean, I I said in the midweek show and last week, we absolutely cannot win this game. I don't see how we can win this game, and, and but it's not how I expected to lose. Yeah, I mean, we went straight hot dog water diarrhea down our legs. Hot dog water. <laughs> New drops. <laughs> yes. You know I say hot dog water too yes. much when you find a drop for it. Yeah. Well, it's easy to find drops for things you say because you steal them from other, you know, much funnier sources than <laughs> sure, yourself. Sure, sure. Yeah. The thing was we knew the defense was going to be ugly. We, that was our expectation going mm-hmm. in this game. They, we talked about the over-under and whether, you know, was 70-some. I don't remember what the exact over-under was, but people expected a lot of scoring at the end of the first quarter, it was three to nothing Tigers. Yeah. Not what anybody expected. And so the defense. I didn't buy that from the very beginning. When people were like, oh, I've 80, 80 what points part? over under. Yeah. I was like, I'm, they're not well, going to score that many points. That's well, not I expected South Carolina to be able to score. After we gave up 
fucking 42 to points to uh, mm-hmm. Missouri State. I didn't figure we'd stop anybody. And they obviously tackled better. They did tackle better in the first first yeah. couple quarters. They tackled everybody. They were obviously more aggressive on defense. This was a bad game, but you can't pin this on the defense. No. And that's a big change. Well, like the second half, they were literally on the field like 70% of the feet of the game in the second half. I well, mean, they were- look at halftime. It was We were losing 14 to 10. Seven of those came from basically Tucker McCann giving Debo Samuel a, a touchdown by a ridiculous kick right yeah, to a him. line drive kick right to his gut. Like, yeah. oh, that's a fucking it, idiot. Basically, the exact opposite of what you want to do. I would much rather take one of those kicks out of bounds that he had last week than that. I really <laughs> yeah, would. Well, no, take it at the it would be the smart play to do. Well, fucking A. Do it every time. State did it to us because they knew our receivers were too damn fast. Right. They started, they, they did this little pooch punt and Eric Beisel was the guy re, you mm-hmm. know, fielding that punt half the time. It's like, do that. Kick it out of bounds. Squib kick. Whatever. Just don't kick a line drive to, to the, the fastest guy. man on earth. Yeah, to the guy who's going to play on Sundays next week. Yeah, and then of course, so that gives him seven points, and then immediately Drew Locke makes just he can't fucking throw a pass unless he looks down his receiver for twenty straight seconds across the field laterally. Yeah. Gives up a terrible, terrible interception. They immediately score on that. So that's fourteen points. The defense, if it were just up to the defense, that we'd have shut them out in the first half. Mm-hmm. You got to give them credit, and a lot of that has to do with the defensive line. They looked much better. They shut down the run game. Yeah, the special teams a fucking abysmal. Yeah, I mean, that's it's abysmal. It Everything on special teams is bad except for Tony. Well, and yeah, Jonathan Johnson. It. So we, we oh, Jonathan Johnson. We 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 talked. I don't know if we talked on air about it, but we we're like, why is he not fair catching? Why is he not fielding punts? Yeah, he's just he's he's running in and letting them bounce for eighty yard punts. Yeah, like, and and so we saw why. Yeah, now that was forty yeah. extra yards there in the first quarter. He yeah. gave him on that. One. He's never fair caught one. The one time he tried to do it, we let our own fucking guy get blocked into him, yep. and we muff the fucking kick. Another touchdown mm-hmm. ices the game. I mean, we're all over the place here tonight, but because it was so fucking bad, and I think the thing that made me so angry is just how undisciplined and like just basic fundamentals: making a fucking kick, catching a fucking fair catch, you know, catching a pass, catching a fucking pass. We can't do those basic things. We can't beat a team that's any good. All South Carolina did because they're not that great. All they did was play fundamental football, and it came out in the wash. Yeah, just you have to use so many cuss words. <laughs> they. D- all they did was not be hot garbage. They were just, they didn't do anything uh, fantastic. No. No, no. I mean, we, pl- eh, not we, because we suck. We're fucking terrible. But a normal <laughs> team, because people were like, oh, that's South Carolina's going to intend for the East. I don't think they are. They're not that good. They have one good player, and then Debo Samuel, but everybody else is fine. They're okay. But Georgia's better. And I know Florida can't score, but they're better. God help me, Tennessee's better. And people are going to fucking think I'm crazy for saying that because they've looked like shit before. But the thing about Butch Jones' teams is they do have talent, and talent beats out a lot of times. And so there's not a team in our division on our schedule that was more beatable, I think, than South Carolina. Well, this game was we so defining bed. for us, and we did so many things badly. That's You talk about fundamentals. Now, according to Barry Odom, this doesn't define us. Well, but, or it does. <laughs> maybe. Could be. Well, you, you talk about... The things we're doing wrong. The problem with this is the way we got beat. What we got whipped. The way we gave the game away. And people are, who are defending Barry Odom are like, most of this is just coaching stuff. Yeah. You know, I feel like. And let's let's break it down from this standpoint. I had to make a list because I knew we'd do this. We just scattergun mm-hmm. um, how awful this whole fucking We need to do it a little bit because it's cathartic. Okay. So let's start off with Drew Locke. What, yeah. how, what are our feelings about Drew Locke? I'll let, you, I'll let you guys start. Apparently, he throws the ball so hard the receivers can't catch it. Oh, mm. I saw that excuse. <laughs> oh, God. Like, he throws really hard. It's hard ball to catch. Like, give me Who a fucking, fucking break. Who fucking said that? 
Oh, it was on Twitter. Several people on Twitter making these excuses like, Drew Locke's throwing that ball too hard, and that's why those receivers don't catch it. Well, Twitter is a source of constant diarrhea. (laughs) Here's my thing about Drew Locke. I'm done with Drew Locke. I have been a nonstop defender. I've been a sunshine pumper for Drew Locke. Brennan, no qu- I constantly make sexual innuendo about the guy. Yeah, well, That's how much really, I'm- Innuendo implies that you, it's like there's could go two different ways. You want to fuck Drew Locke. <laughs> okay, so, sure. Okay, so here's the thing. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, Drew Locke has a great arm. He can throw really hard, as we've mentioned. Yeah. Really far, really long, really straight. Here's the problem with Drew Locke. That's the end of his talents. <laughs> he cannot see the entire field. He can't make reads. When he does go to make a throw, he fucking telegraphs it every fucking time. And it's his third year. He's a junior. Oh, I said telegraph is too. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Is too fast for him, and these are literally the Pony Express. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't telegraph passes; he Pony Expresses passes. Yeah, he basically points to who he's going to throw to, <laughs> then he throws the ball, and and he's a junior. You know, we, yeah. we, 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 first we were like, oh, he's a freshman. He's a freshman. These are mistakes. You get a knocked out. And he he shouldn't no be on that first year. Shouldn't be on the field anyway. Da, 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 da. Sophomore, uh, it's a little frustrating, but he's still a young quarterback. Still a young quarterback. He's a fucking upperclassman now, and he sucks a fucking fat well, the, ass. The really the, the reason you could forgive him like last season, well, he's only a sophomore and he did throw for 700 yards against mm-hmm. buttfuck state mm-hmm. it's like okay but this was the year i wish we'd have never played buttfuck state <laughs> i know i always use them as my son this year okay you can have 521 yards against missouri state but this is the year where we also need to do that against south carolina mm-hmm. and you said it last week you said until you see us do it against real competition yeah. you're not going to buy everybody it. was loving some drew lock and mm-hmm. i i wallpapered over how good bad but the we truth are. is is my this was my me at thought last night Drew Locke is not Chase Daniel. He's Blaine mm. Gabbert. Mm. Oh, you know absolutely, I mean? Blaine Gabbert. That, I, what I have been hoping for and waiting for the entire time since he walked onto campus was Chase Daniel 2.0. 6 mm-hmm. 6'4", Ch- Chase Daniel. That's what I wanted. And, you know, the Joe Wall Jaspers of the world who watched him in f- that first camp, you know, telling me, like, he was the best-looking quarterback they'd seen since Chase Daniel, I mean, gave me probably the most solid erection I've had mm-hmm. since my honeymoon. Mm-hmm. But... Well, it's it's not real. It's yeah. Blaine Gabbert. It looks it looks great in practice. It yeah. looks great against Missouri. State. Big arm, you know. But you're going to get drafted by the Jaguars and suck. You got to have guess. a brain with the arm. Yeah, that's the thing. And it, sometimes it's more important to have the brain than the arm. Well, and Chase Daniel's a perfect example of that. I mean, he's got a decent arm, but he's not some phenomenal six five 
rocket-armed quarterback, but he could absolutely pick a part in offense. A defense. Or whatever. He could... He could he can pick his nose. He could do anything. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. He so, definitely could do that. I mean, he's... He's a shrinking violet every time we play an SEC opponent. So that's we're one on the list. We've got one checked up. <laughs> yeah. One down. Yeah. Okay. Well, Next. all right. Yeah. Uh, how about Barry Odom? Where are we standing on Barry? Well, right if, now? if Drew Locke is not Chase Daniel, he is Blaine Gabbert. Barry Odom is not Gary Pinkle. He's Kim Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's a, that's a lot of that sentiment. Yeah. True, true son. And so here's the thing about Barry Odom. Again, I'm done with Barry Odom. The Boo Birds about Barry, it came out hard last night. And mm-hmm. the call for Barry's head is yeah. had never been as intense as it was last night. But here's the thing that frustrates me more than anything about Barry Odom is not that we're losing games we should win, not that we're struggling a little bit. It's that the same fucking mistakes that we were making in August of 2016, now in September of 2017, haven't improved one fucking bit. In fact, they're worse in a lot of areas. It's like there's been no coaching. And I, and you think, oh, from week to week, maybe we'll go fix this problem. But I've never seen an indication of anything moving in a positive direction in the course of the last 13 months that he's been ahead of the helm. And I'm like, if if we're not getting better in any way, how are you a good coach? He talks about it all the time. It's, the it's like, it falls on me all the time. It falls on me. I'm the head coach. You're i got to fix it. right, it does. And then it's like, great. I understand. It's great that you appreciate it, but do something about it. And the other thing is, bear in my taste, a little too much pat on the behind and not enough grab him by the face mask and scream at him because, you know, you can't, you can't do one or the other too much because mm-hmm. if you scream at him all the time, you'll get the players despondent. But if you pat him on the ass too much, they get soft. A little healthy mix of both makes a good coach. And uh, I, I don't know. Fuck, I'm done. He's going to start firing some coordinators and trying something different. No, at some point. he has to because his ass is on yeah, the line I mean, now. If he doesn't, he's getting fired. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm, basically my take is nothing's changed. Yeah. Ten months since the, last, the season ended, nothing's changed. And how long are you going to put up with this? You know, mm-hmm. I listen to people defend Kim Anderson getting another year and another year and another year. It's like, how long do you have to watch this back, botched back alley abortion before we do something about it? The, the, the thing is about Kim Anderson is people still wanted him. And, mm-hmm. But look at the Kim Anderson situation, for those fans out there that, are still, that are still holding the Barry Odom signs. Well, look what happened. We, got, we finally shit-canned him. You got Conzo Martin and probably a top three recruiting class in the nation. Look how quickly things turned around. You know, I'm just saying, listen, I've never been a huge Les Miles fan, but God damn it, Les Miles, welcome <laughs> to aboard anything other than this true son Garbage. Yeah, that experiment is a failure. At least Les would be entertaining if we were losing. Mm-hmm. Well, at least Les would recruit. Yes, absolutely. He'd walk you know indoors I mean? and do because something. Because that's, that's on top of what... Yeah, know, on top of this poor gameplay, we're watching a lot of players not come to Mizzou. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, tell me what he's done positive. And also, his you know, we bitch a bitch about Demonte Cross and how bad he is. But the other narrative is how great Hypel is and how the high-power offense is so awesome. I think it's stupid. His offense is stupid. It's never in coordination with what is happening in the game, and it makes our bad defense even worse. Barry Odom needs to make fucking decisions here and say, we are playing the absolute worst kind of offense for a bad defense. And guess what? The offense isn't even fucking working. Well, I I guess it's because, it brings me to my next point, I guess it's because, you know, Crockett obviously got banged up. Ishwitter comes in. We were running the ball well. Why did we go away from that? And, you know, and, and when Crockett goes down, we bring in Ish. 
Nate Strong no longer exists. Roundtree no longer exists. I'm like, why are we doing this? This is what pisses me off about Barry Oda mm-hmm. more than anything is Ish Witter coming into the game because he blocks well. That is a horse shit excuse. I want to say it again for the people out there that are going to tweet me like, why is he in the game? Because he pass blocks. Fuck it. That is an excuse that the coaches tell stupid people to justify why they're putting the upperclassmen on the field. That is plain favorites. He is not He's probably the fourth most talented running back on our team. And I don't care what kind of pass blocker he is. You do not put the fucking four-string running back in. Tell me how a 140-pound fucking running back can pass block better than the 220-fucking-pound <laughs> round tree. You know what I mean? Like, I, that, that excuse doesn't fucking hold much water with me just for physics. Yeah. And especially <laughs> goal line situations. Yes. It, it's become a running joke in the stadium. I'm here in the fucking stands at Faroe Field, and they're like, give the dish to Ish. <laughs> He's terrible. We're going to get fourth down and have to punt. Isn't that hilarious? We're awful. I hate life. Well, and the same thing is like everybody keeps talking about Rashad Brandon and how quick he gets off the snap. He does. But did anybody else notice that he's not on the field for half the fucking snaps because we got to put, you know, somebody else who's not as good in? What is going on? Why are we doing that? I, I don't know. It's like for the past three years, Gary Pinkle's final season and these two, you know, year and a half of Barry Odom, year and two games, it seems like half a season already. <laughs> these decisions are asinine. They're, they're like fucking child's play, stupid fucking decisions. Ish, Witter, if he gets a hole right out of the gate, he's a fast kid. But we've got at least two fucking running backs who are better. Yet Ish gets more snaps than them. That is inexcusable and unexplainable. Well, I kept walk, I kept in the game when they, we, they'd get South Carolina on this third down. I'm like, all right, we're going to have to come out for the passer. <coughs> I start looking for number 13 on the defensive line. He's not out there. I'm like, everybody... You know, the pro football focus had him like rated like the highest rated defensive lineman in the uh, SEC last week. You could he, at least twice last night. I saw him just absolutely jump the count. I mean, just jump the count. I mean, he was all over it to the point where he looks offsides. But you know what? He's not good enough to play consistently on this fucking hmm. vaunted defense of ours. Apparently, the oh. defensive backs start ten yards off the wide receivers every time, too. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> on third and six situations. Yeah, I mean, it's they're they're giving them a first down. How many third downs did we get where they threw a ball and the receiver caught it on his knees oh, to absolutely. get the first down? Yeah, he didn't mm-hmm. have to run with the ball. He was on his knees, caught it because the the D backs give him at least ten yards. I remember that at least three third down situations. It's 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 the fact that like I know that it's college and they don't get to coach these guys as much or practice as much as they'd like to, but they they can't they don't have time to teach how to jam off the line. I mean they don't have time to. These to seem do- like things you could pull them off the sidelines mid game and teach them. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? They're basic basic fundamental things. Okay, what so else that's, is on the list? That's uh, Jamon Moore. Fucking Jamon Moore. Fucking Jamon Moore. <laughs> God damn, you know, you know what drove me crazy, Brendan, is this this line from the commentators on several different occasions. An uncharacteristic drop from Jamon Moore. Well, I'm like, you obviously don't watch Missouri football. Yes, that is all that sells you. He's got hands by farmer's concrete. <laughs> yeah. The, the guy, it's what is he? He's done it his whole career. Yeah. He, that's he who is he is. bad at catching that footballs. That is who he is. And the bigger the moment, the worse he will be. We can stop hoping. He's never That's, been a reliable pass catcher. He never will be. Same with all things on a Barry Odom coach team. Stop hoping. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not going to get better. It's not going to improve. That, I mean, that should be the motto of well, this team. Stop hoping. That's, that's what I see when I see this team, is this is a team that doesn't believe it can win. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's not a lot of confidence there. And how do you gain that confidence? How, who prepares you for it? Who gives you that? A coach does. And if a coach can't do it, receivers drop balls because the lights are bright. Mm-hmm. Quarter, stud quarterbacks wilt. 
because they don't really believe they've got what it takes. You know, everything falls apart because nobody really believes the shit coming out of the coach's mouth at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Right. There's not much to say about Jamon Moore. He just can't fucking catch a football. Yeah. No, exactly. I'm sick of hearing about Jamon Moore, our big-time wide receiver. South three Carolina drops. has a guy that used to play baseball that catches everything. That yeah. was, this is his second career. Yeah. Devo pitches and catches. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's go. Let's talk about where's Eric Barzalat, everybody? Where's our big, loudmouth, red-bearded fuckhead? Yeah. The incredible missing linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's. Super present in front of the cameras during SEC media days. Yep. I don't know, though. I mean, he's not on the field. So my question is, is he playing shitty football or is he nope. pissing Kale off the Garrett coaches? Kale Garrett is obviously just a better football player, at least in the coach's mind. He's our captain. He's a team captain. He was not there. And he's supposed to be the fucking heart and soul of this team. What is this? Well, this team has no heart and soul. We know yep. that. So there's not much to say about fucking Eric Beisel other than fucking non-existent. Okay, last thing, Tucker McCann. We want to... What, what do you do with Tucker McCann, honestly? I mean, he recruited the kid to play. Does he got, is there anybody else on the roster? What do you do? He, I mean, he's making a great case for himself of being the absolute worst place kicker in the history of Missouri football. Yeah. I mean, every that's week. That's a hard job. To, yeah. That's a hard mantle to take. I know, because there's a lot of competition. But every week, he puts in a new application. <laughs> you know, last week, he missed an extra point, which is something stupid people do or people who are terrible at kicking kick footballs. Kick offs out of bounds. Right. This week, he gives up a touchdown single-handedly. And uh, misses a field goal. Yeah, and it's. I mean, he's a terrible kicker. His head is absolutely squarely up his ass. His parents are partly to blame for naming him Tucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so fifty percent of that's on his parents. Yeah. You guys are assholes if you listen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a last name, not a first name. Yeah. Dickheads. <laughs> and but I mean, Colin, I wish Demarcus Acey were on that list because I hate that guy really bad too. Well, my thing is, is who was the coach? from Texas Tech way back in the day. Le- Mike Leach. Mike Leach. Thank you. Mike Leach, at one point, literally pulled a kid out of the stands to be his place kicker. Mm-hmm. There was a um, like a competition halftime kind of deal, a student deal, and they saw a kid kick like a 35-yard field goal to win $1,000 or something at like a little halftime show. And his kicker was so bad, he's like, find me that kid's name. Who is that kid? Next, year, next week, he was on their fucking sideline in a jersey, and he was their place kicker. I am saying Barry Odom needs to have an open competition, like student body, everybody come in, we need a kicker, because this dildo is not getting the job done. I thought you were going to say pull a student off of the stands and make him the coach, <laughs> because I feel like that's adequately a yeah, replacement sure. as well. Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, what about DeMarcus AC Con? How bad must his fucking backup be? <laughs> That DeMarcus Ace is still on the fucking field. Oh, boy, it's not good. He, he's we like, shouldn't even talk about the defense, really, yeah. th- tonight. Honestly. Yeah, because they earned, yeah, you know, they, they were, the, they they were, were. The, well, that's how bad this it was. The defense was the highlight. <laughs> well, they, they're way better than last week. I mean, 13 yeah. points, all-world quarterback. All-world uh, quarterback, Brandon, all-world wide receiver. Oh, uh, see, on Sundays. The only thing about this offense that is legit and real is named Demario Crockett. Or Demario. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. Either way, that Crockett is a stud and legit. And our offense is 100% different when no, he's in. No, you know what? I'll take that back. Crockett and our offensive line. The offensive line mm-hmm. plays well. Our wide receivers and our quarterback are fucking diarrhea hot dog water. Hot dog water. That's it. <laughs> that's right. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's the end of my list. It could go on forever, mm-hmm. but uh, any, any, uh, anybody else got anything they want to bring up from no, this? I think you so sent Santa out of the list I wanted to send, too. 
Yeah, th- th- I mean, there were a lot of things. I can't if if it were Saturday night, and we again we do this on Sundays because we are so angry on Saturdays that it would just be inappropriate. Not that this is appropriate, mm-hmm. but I mean, just going through that game, it was absolute fucking sheer misery. Well, the worst part for me, and I don't know about you guys, but the fact that this game started out like we own this game, we're going to fucking put our foot on their neck, and we score immediately with a field goal. Then we drive down the field and get a touchdown. We got a two score lead. And it looks like it looks bad. It looks bad for South Carolina. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. God, we're gonna fucking yeah, house this motherfucker. We're gonna boat race them. It's gonna be awesome. And Tucker McCann, you know, kicks it to uh, the best player in the SEC, essentially. And then that's uh, the best nickname, Debo. Yeah. And then um, you know, um, Drew Locke immediately throws an interception. So mm-hmm. two players on our team who are overhyped and not very good mm-hmm. kind of let us down. And then, of course, you know we got Jonathan Johnson, who who is afraid to catch a ball. Mm-hmm. He 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 just. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That confidence, like they don't truly believe in themselves, because Jonathan Johnson is backing away from that opportunity because he doesn't want to. Even a fair catch, it puts him in a spot where he might fail. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like, oh God, I. Can, so he avoids. Yeah, he just like you know what? I'm just going to stay away from this. Nobody can get mad at me for fumbling or muffing or doing whatever if I just let it roll another 30 yards and let them have a fucking huge giant This is a recruiting problem. You could could solve this by walking in the locker room and picking the kids with the biggest dicks. They have confidence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Small dick guys don't catch footballs. So what you're saying is is Jonathan Johnson has a small dick. small dick. dick. Okay. Mm -hmm. Marcus Allen, all pro, huge cop. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's widely known. The more you know. I was listening to Kansas City Sports Radio, as you know, a lot of, and they always used to talk about how badly bruised the insides of Marcus Allen's knees were from Mm -hmm. the way his cock would swing around just smack the insides of his knees. It just bruised terribly. Yeah. Sure, it's his, See, having it's a giant cock is not all upside, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's his. But he caught apparent. everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ran ran for a lot of yards. Yeah, he it caught, solves that. Yeah, <clears throat> he caught all the asses. <laughs> Even OJ's wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, great story. So <laughs> it's time, guys. We got. We got to get to for the break. We're angry. We're fired up. We're going to do what everybody. We we got a lot of tweets about this. They wanted us to talk to Coach Odom after the game, after the press yeah. conference. When we come back from the break, and to Coach Odom's credit, he, he's he's going to he's going to come on. He never backs away. So nope. we'll give him that. We'll come back with that one after the break. This is the Mazodcast. Don't throw that used cell phone away. Sell it to Midmo iFix. Midmo iFix buys and sells used cell phones that include a 30-day warranty. So if you lost your phone overboard, the screen's cracked, or the phone's broken, stop into Midmo iFix and see Kevin. And if you have no use for that old phone, turn it into cash. Midmo iFix, located next to Emo's Pizza on Osage Beach Parkway. 573-694-8795. Midmo iFix. Phones fixed fast. Now back to the Chloe Kardashian of podcasts, the Mazodcast. And we're back, and uh, joining the program now is head coach for Mizzou Tigers, Barry Odom. Coach Odom, thanks for joining the show. Hi, boys. Thanks for having me. So, Coach, uh, pretty tough loss yesterday. Pretty tough loss. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's it's tough, but maybe not that tough. You know, it's it's not going to define us. You know, or maybe it will. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. This this point, I'll say that, or is it? Yeah, I, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. I, it's I not heard, what we wanted. It's or, not what we wanted. Well, 
it reminds me of what you said in your press conference. You know, you said that it wouldn't define us or that it could. I uh, wasn't sure what to make of that. But here's my concern, Coach. You know, I really like you. We, you've been on the show numerous times. You seem like a really good guy. But I'm starting to be concerned that you're a bad football coach. Is that is there any chance that that is true? Listen, guys, I'm a, I know football or don't. And you know, sometimes, you know, things just don't go your way or they do. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's not a reflection of what I can or can't do as a football coach when we lose a game in this fashion. I mean, when players don't catch the ball, don't play offense, don't play defense, or terrible special teams, how does that reflect on the head coach, mm-hmm. I ask you? You know what I mean? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't reflect on me, or it does. It, uh. It's hard to say. Just to say this is a philosophical question that I don't know that anyone could answer. So, yeah. you know, I, I feel like everybody's being a little too hard on Perry. You know, I, let's go back to where we were blaming DeMonte Cross last week. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, speaking of the defense and, and Coach Cross's defense, uh, it, it it seemed to play better last night. You certainly, I wouldn't say it was the best defense in the world, but uh, compared to what we did in Week One, that wasn't the problem. I mean, I, I'd let Coach Cross off the hook this time. Who was in charge of special teams? They were abysmal. Well, we've got special teams coach. Uh, I'll be honest with you, special teams are you know not that important. Uh, so uh, I haven't really taken the time to learn his name. But he is, I just call him coach, you know. Hey, coach, mm-hmm. you're lined up for the practice and the kickoffs and what have you. It's hard to say. I don't know, boys. I just, I mean, we're going to get better or we won't. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, uh, that, that's just the way it is. We're going to play better special teams or we're not. Mm-hmm. You know, Tucker McCann is going to kick some balls through the, through the uprights and get us some points. Or is it? It's just, <laughs> you know, who knows? Yeah, coach. I feel like you're equivocating a little bit here. I mean, again, I heard it in the press conference last night. I know you were angry about the loss. Or oh, you, I'm very upset. Or I mean, you, I, I want people to know how upset I am so they'll stop being upset at me. <laughs> I think it's important for them to know how mad I am. You know, that's that's important to me. I was reading some some Twitter, and I don't know if you ever go on the social media sites, Coach, but uh, a lot of, lot of Mizzou no, fans. No, no, sure, I don't. You don't do Twitter. You don't do uh, any of that Instagram Sure, I don't own a phone. Okay, you don't even own a phone. What are we talking on? Uh, you got me. You got me. I do have a phone. Okay. Oh, I don't. <laughs> or <laughs> yeah, you got anyway, go ahead with your question. Okay. Uh, well, what I'm getting at is there are a lot of Mizzou fans on there, and uh, they were calling for your head. And is there a chance that you uh, you could get fired at the end of this year? No, I don't feel like it. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's possible or it isn't. But um, just, I think. Listen, this is an administration that kept Kim Anderson for three fucking years. I mean, is there any chance that I'm they're going to fire Barry Odom for two? I'm a true son, baby. Yeah, I'm a true son. I play football here. Yeah, I play football. You know, is, is that your I saving grace? Could, I, mean, I don't care how bad uh, bad I coach. You know, I don't feel like they have the right to fire me for doing a bad job. I mean, <laughs> that's not that's not fair to Barry Odom. Yeah, well, I don't know that I can agree with this sentiment, Barry. Well, you know, hell, I could be right, or I could be wrong. <laughs> who knows? You know, who can say? <laughs> Jim Sturt can say, I, mean, I suppose. Who's in a position to say? Uh, Jim Sturt. What's that? Jim Sturt. Oh, yeah, well, Jim. Yeah, hey, Jim's a good guy. Yeah, I bet Jim's you think. a good guy. Yeah. You know, um, you know, he hired me, you know. No, he didn't. He, he's the guy that picked me out, right? No, no, that was Mac Rhodes. Oh, God, I guess you're, uh, uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's true. Uh, well, you know, I still feel like it's a, it's a long shot. They're going to get rid of old Barry. Yeah. Until he really gets a chance to prove himself. I mean, 
listen, there's been a lot of progress on this football team. Where? There hasn't. Where? It's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stepped on that, yeah. Uh, Coach, we play Purdue next weekend. Can we win that football game? Well, uh, yeah, we can win that game, or we can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like I, I knew I, where know, that was it going. It depends on if our team's going to show up and play, you know, bad or you know, good, good defense, good offense. You know, are we going to do that? Maybe, maybe we are. <laughs> you know, we'll have to decide and determine that on Saturday. Yeah. So, is that a yes or a no? I'm, not, I'm still. I feel like there's some equivocation. Listen, if we do what we're supposed to do, we follow our assignments. We're going to be just fine, or we won't. Okay. Well, Coach, thank you so much for joining us. You really helped clear things up quite a bit, and I think you've probably uh, you've changed some minds, or you haven't. <laughs> I don't know, boys. Well, M-I-Z. <laughs> Z-O-U. Well, there you go, guys. Do you feel any better having heard from Coach? Boy, I almost feel worse. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like he didn't really, he really want to peg himself down for what's going on. No, no. I, he did seem to like the idea of like continuing to blame DeMonte Cross. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. I would do the exact same thing. Yeah, if, sure. If I ran it's the world It's called deflecting. Sports. Yes. It's called deflecting. If I was that terrible, yeah. I would do the this same This is thing. Paul Ryan's fault. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well... We mentioned that there were several folks who uh, were unhappy with the way the game proceeded. Sure. And uh, several of them called us. I and, know. I heard. I heard. Mm-hmm. Now, I have not heard the messages, but no. I heard that we got calls. Yeah. So I thought maybe we would uh, just open up the old mailbag, the voice mailbag. Sure. And uh, hear what some of our fans had to say. Can't wait. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Okay, so the mailbag. Let's listen to our first caller. Sacking offense losses this fucking game. God damn it. So if we were going to lose this shit, it was going to be the defense. The offense out of all of our units decided not to show the fuck up. <laughs> so, like, we just give up all these, like, like... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Yes. Next caller. Hey, guys. Um, long-time listener, first-time caller, I guess. Yeah, I mean, sucked tonight, but we'll be fine. If not this year, then later, sometime down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds very so, you know, whatever. Coach Odom. Um, M-I-Z, drink some more beer. All right, you, buddy. <laughs> All right. This will be the Dr. Hurricane. Oh, Dr. Hurricane. Calling in about the uh, the game today. Offense, garbage. <laughs> Defense, garbage. Special teams, uber garbage. This team, fucking stag. <laughs> what did he say? I don't know. It's fucking stag? I think so. <laughs> I feel like you really missed an opportunity to say hot garbage. Yeah. Hot garbage. Okay, we got another one, I think. Hey, Mazzotcast. Here's the thing. Um, you have a coach that talks about the same stuff every week about all the things that could be fixed by coaching, mm-hmm. and he comes back next week to suck dick and just sucks. <laughs> and another thing, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you have this team that should be good, it's semi good, mm-hmm. um, but it gets fucked by coaching again. Yeah. And you have zero improvement from last year to this year. Point agreed. And people that. The true son from a zoo shit that comes back, like Kim Anderson, mm-hmm. all those guys are like, oh, keep Odom, keep Odom, like douche of the week, TJ Moe. <laughs> and what do we do? Like, man, we get screwed by watching another team that should have won this game, 
So I get screwed over by coaching. So mm-hmm. fire Odom and pay up like you did, you know, Martin. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get a better coach. You know, I know it's not going to be next year, but, you know, maybe the year after that. But as I said before, we're screwed for the next year and next year. So we're going to enjoy these five and seven records and four and eight and um, drink a lot. Thanks, Mazovcast. Yeah, you're welcome. In truth, I'd, we drank a lot either way. But yeah, <laughs> I get his, I get his point. Good call. All right, guys, first time caller, long time listener. I'm gonna start this off. I've been drinking for a while, but here's my <laughs> fucking fire take of the day. Art Riles and Hugh Freeze needs to coach this damn Missouri Tiger team because Barry Odom doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Are you shitting me? Thirteen goddamn points. <laughs> The South fucking Carolina will give a four hundred classic Tennessee State. Are you kidding me? What the hell? Come on, boys, let's go. Have some fire on your ass. Let's move the ball. Ah, thank you. I say we hire that guy. <laughs> I'm fucking motivated. I could run through a brick wall right now. That was a helmet best. on. It might have been the best call we have ever gotten. I was laughing. I'm laughing so hard, Mike. I'm crying. Yeah, uh, fuck. Well, let's hire him. I mean, I, I bet he costs way less than anybody else. Did. Yeah, shit. And if he couldn't fire you up, I don't know who can. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck Was me. Was that the last one? That's all oh, we got. Well, that's a good one to go out on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you came through for us, fans. Uh, <laughs> that was the, the mail. mailbag. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I got to agree with everything I heard. Mm-hmm. Every yeah, damned thing I heard. That's right. Uh, so let's switch gears, guys. Let's just let's get, take care of business. Well, I always heard there were three kinds of suns in Kansas. Sunshine, sunflowers, sons of bitches. This is Kansas News. And our first story for the day. Kansas man hopes to raise bat awareness after bat encounter. Oh, boy. Are people unaware of bats? <laughs> Since Topeka resident Andrew Jen woke up with a bat resting on the back of his head, he has learned a lot more about bats in Kansas than he ever wanted to know. Especially that their semen is hard to get out of hair. <laughs> and now he's hoping to share that knowledge with as many Kansans as possible, since he believes there's a lack of knowledge around these nighttime creatures. Well, in Kansas, there's just a lack of knowledge, full stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, we're talking about a place where everybody believes the world is like... 5,000 years old. So mm-hmm. I'd say bat knowledge is probably somewhere at the bottom of the list of things we need to get to as far as education goes, but okay. Well, at first, Jen was shocked to find a bat in his house. There was this little brown bat on the bed, and it landed on the back of my head. At that point, it was around 2 a.m. <laughs> made sweet, passionate love to, <laughs> to me. I just wanted to go, go to sleep. So the next morning, I had to come to terms with what could happen with a bat. Mm-hmm. I guess he didn't he just left the bat on his head? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, after, it left after it came, Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Jen learned bats are, are often considered a prime vector for rabies in Kansas. If you wake up in a house with a bat in it, you may want to get vaccinated. And that vaccine could cost you upwards of $13,000, he said. Honestly, what's more staggering than that is if you contract rabies, you're probably going to die. Wildlife specialist Samantha Lee thinks that reaction is a bit extreme. Yeah, I'd say so. I don't know when was the last time we've actually seen a case in humans. She said, bats are not usually high on the list of animals that actually carry rabies. Lee said she wants to see a greater understanding of bats with the general public. There's a phobia of many people for bats. 
They don't have a good reputation, she said. I think people fear them, and sometimes when they fear them, they come up with ideas that are not factual. For example, most... So so you're saying Kansas residents can be scared of things that probably aren't real threats, you know, to their lives. They are the the West Bureau Baptist (laughs) Church. West Bureau Baptist Church may be scared of certain things that aren't super relevant. Yes. God hates bats. (laughs) Yeah, it sure does. Uh, She goes on to say, most Kansans believe that all bats will turn into vampires. As an educated Kansan, I can tell you that only about 15% are actually vampires in disguise. (laughs) People need to understand the science. (laughs) Lee recommends all Kansans carry a crucifix and wooden stake in summer months as a preventative measure, however. Well, they all are wearing crucifix anyway. (laughs) Allegedly blind Kansas veteran caught driving car must repay $70,000 for fraud. A Kansas man who feigned blindness to collect government disability benefits was placed on probation Wednesday in order to repay $70,000. Billy J. Alumbaugh, age 62, of Turin, Kansas, was sentenced to in federal court where he pleaded in June to conspiracy to defraud the government. His wife was previously placed on probation for helping in the scheme. Alumbaugh, a veteran of the U.S. Army, collected the veterans' benefits from 2009 to 2016 while he maintained a Kansas driver's license and regularly drove a car. Mm-hmm. Last October, he was seen arriving at the Veterans Affairs Medical Center in Wichita in a car with his wife driving, according to court documents. When they left, she was driving, but they stopped a few blocks away and switched places so he could drive. They saw it and realized not blind. <laughs> wow, I just maybe did they ever consider he's just the most, I don't know, best talented blind, 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 guy, ever. blind guy ever? <laughs> yeah, it's that or he's a fraudulent Kansan. Which would you pick? Yeah, you're right. Video shows man stealing Wichita boy's birthday gift. An expensive birthday gift was stolen from a Kansas boy right outside of school. During the school day, someone was lurking outside the Robinson Middle School in Wichita. Surveillance video from the police shows a man near the school's bike rack. The man appears to cut a bike lock and pedals away on a child's bike. The stolen bike belonged to Rebecca Snell's son. It was given to him for his 12th birthday just a few days before the thief stole it. I kind of pray for him, she said. I don't know what his situation That'll is. That'll help. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got to be pretty bad if you're stealing a kid's bike. It may seem like a small crime, but for neighbors, it's a sign of bigger problems in the area. Neighbors say cars have been broken into and furniture has been swiped off porches. It kind of <laughs> does surprise me, to be honest with you, said Nero. Neighbor, Carol Strival. Neighbors don't know why they're being targeted. Snell hopes everyone can start looking out for each other. I would love to see us take our community back. Should probably call Tebow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he prayed for him, the bike would come back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His prayers just mean more, like yes. the SEC. Yep. <laughs> and finally on the day, Kansas had a football game. How'd they fare, Caleb? Well, KU didn't do so well this weekend. They had Central Michigan Shocking. in town. Now, before you give us a score, Caleb, I listened to quite a bit of sports talk radio this week, and... Kansas fans and commentators mm-hmm. were feeling pretty confident that uh, Central Michigan is not a powerhouse mm-hmm. and that Kansas would probably get a win here. They, I think most of the conversations I heard was Kansas needs to win big. You mm-hmm. know, Kansas needs to show that they're yeah. not just going to beat a Central not Michigan be by, pushed around by, by a couple field goals. They're mm-hmm. really going to jam it up their ass if they're going to be considered a legit Power 5 Division One football team. So, Caleb, how did they go? Well, uh, Central Michigan won that game 45-27 to 27 over Kansas. <laughs> Oof. Wow, boy. It's almost like those guys uh, didn't know what they were so talking about. So, basketball season starts really soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Something Missouri and Kansas fans can all look forward to. Yeah, now. exactly. 
Oh, yeah. So uh, Kansas is, uh, they've got their one win. It's going to be another year where we go neck and neck with Kansas for worst shitty fucking football team in the Power 12, yeah, Power 5 conference. The thing is, is that, you know, I feel like uh, Mizzou would still beat a Central Michigan. You know, mm. they'll beat the rum dumps that Kansas loses to, but the gap is way too small. Yeah, I you know, agree. That, that, if that, only we could play each other to see who'd win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if someone, only, Caleb. Yeah, if only. If only someone would make that happen. Congress, get well, it done. Yeah. Things are reverting to the mean. Mizzou and Kansas suck at football, and they're both looking good in basketball. Yep. Yeah, so that has been a sad case of Kansas news. All right, fellas, what do you say we take our final break for the day, and then we come back around the horn with the SEC? Sounds good. Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're going to stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are DollarShaveClub.com, and the party is on. The biggest disaster in Colombia since the fifth down game. The Mazad cast. All right, fellas, we're back, and it's time to go around the horn with the SEC. Jesus loves football. Okay, before we do, it's time to fire up our good friend, the old Paul Feinbot. Nick Saban, Nick Saban. How you doing today, Paul? Very well, thank you. Okay, guys, you ready to do this? Absolutely. All Let's right. Let's do it. In the first matchup, we have Kentucky and Eastern Kentucky. Who mm-hmm. Eastern Kentucky actually gave them a game for a while. They sure did. Kentucky did not look good. Now I game. was like, I don't know when I saw the first saw the ticker at the bottom of the screen, and I saw it was like, I don't know, was it thirteen to mm-hmm. three or something like that, and they were in the lead. And I thought, oh god, I hope Kentucky loses mm-hmm. to some fucking backwater douche school, mm-hmm. and so they can I can hit quit, hit me, <laughs> I can quit hearing them crow about how whether this is their year. Yeah. Right. But uh, they went down. They went down twenty or one twenty seven sixteen. Eastern Kentucky failed to score in the second half, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, next on the schedule was Ole Miss versus UT Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, watched a little bit of that game. UT Martin actually was ahead sixteen to nothing at one point, I believe. <laughs> yeah, Paul thinks that's funny. A lot of these games seem to go like Missouri's game. The the, the little engine that could. Keeps up for a while, but then just the, the attrition of a Division One Power Five school just kind of wears them out in the second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ole Miss ended up winning that game forty six twenty three. Then we had uh, Bama and Fresno State going at each other. Uh, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Paul Paul knows who won this game. Uh, Nick Saban. Bama forty one to ten over Alabama. Fresno. Yeah, yeah, he's happy about that. Yeah, well, it has to be expected. Fresno State. Um, I was reading an article about this game before this game. I guess last year they're one of the worst offenses in mm-hmm. um, college uh, football. So um, they didn't, and the, one of the Carr brothers didn't show up mm-hmm. uh, to play. So yeah, this is kind so of. So you're not saying it's because Alabama's good. You're saying that. No, yeah, it's actually because Fresno State is bad. Alabama is not good. 
Right. They are a really good football team. Yeah, I agree with you, Paul. Begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. Alabama. I'll give you a score you might like. It was Arkansas TCU in a game. Uh, with TCU coming through 28-7 to over Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, I watched mm-hmm. this game, and I uh, was came away very unimpressed with Arkansas. I, I guess if there's a You're chance right for about Missouri that. to get an SEC win mm-hmm. on their schedule, if Arkansas plays like they did against TCU, that's the spot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what else. Everything I feel about Barry Odom right now, I sh- I feel about uh, Brett Belima, and so should the F- Arkansas fans. Mm-hmm. I am not. I'm starting to think that guy's not a very good coach. You know what I mean? Like I watch and watch and watch, and like every year, like they're just not very good. And he doesn't right. seem to have a. He he he, especially even more so than Barry Odom, seems to make decisions that were counterintuitive to what's happening in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Barry Odom just doesn't know how to get his kids to play fundamentals or catch balls or they're just criminally underprepared like across the board but old Bert seems to make decisions like you know what they're really doing to us is running it up our guts so instead of stacking the box i'm gonna drop everybody into coverage and just have rushing three down line that seems that seems like what you do when they're rushing the ball really hard at you his decisions just seem to make no sense and i if i'm an arkansas fan right now i'm just like you can admit me anybody but this fucking fat miserable idiot well, <laughs> yes sir they'll keep him just to stare at his wife mm-hmm. yeah i would sure. and then the next game we've got uh tennessee playing the indiana state larry birds <laughs> yeah they really did change their name <laughs> they, to the second worst is bullshit it should be the larry birds <laughs> mm-hmm. yep, absolutely uh tennessee won 42 to 7 that tennessee uh, is still the them. pick to win the no MVP. paul it really even this year is not that's mm-hmm. not even true yeah, i don't think so I didn't see if they had the trash can on the sideline mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, Bush Jones was there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but um, bump. Yeah. So um. <laughs> we'll we'll stay in Tennessee for the Vandy Alabama A and M, and and Vandy came through with a forty two to zero. Wow. Uh, or as you like in terms of dictum. great matchups in college football history, this will not qualify. <laughs> you ain't wrong. No, but how bad are that? How bad is uh, Alabama A and M? Not very good. If Bandy and Derek Mason are forty-two to dicking them, <laughs> we're gonna have to get T-shirts printed up and says that's dick. That is dick. <laughs> then we should do that. Uh, we got Texas A and M and Nickel State. Mm. Um, Nickels. 20, Twenty-four to fourteen. A and M did not look so Oof. good. Yeah, in this ball game. Yeah, Kevin Sumlin is uh, not really doing much to uh, help his job prospects. Of course, when at least two members of the like administration are, you know, basically saying they want you to be fired, and mm-hmm. um, the entire state um, is ready to, to uh, uh, fire you, I, I don't know what chance he really has to be sur- to survive. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, as as a as a player for him, you must be like, well, we got to lane that coach. I wonder who we'll have next year. I, I'm not really sure how they're going to find a win in the Southeastern Conference. Wow. <laughs> no, I don't I don't disagree with you. They Paul. may be as bad as Mizzou is at this point in time. Oh come on now, that's that's crazy talk. I, I like that bet. No, yeah. Paul, Paul agrees with you. He feels me. <laughs> uh, on the on the schedule was Auburn Clemson, which was a both ranked teams playing, mm-hmm. and this one was full of offense at fourteen for Clemson and six for Auburn. This wow. game surprised me initially. I guess it's because I only watched like first quarter highlights, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the game was still going on. You know what I mean? They just have one of those news break ins and. It was like Auburn looked like their defense was really just taking it to Clemson. They knocked out their quarterback. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, I guess uh, Auburn's going to take it to him. And then I saw this, the final score. I was like, huh, 
Well, I'll be dipped. And then uh, we've got Georgia took on the uh, Catholics in Indiana of Notre Dame. <laughs> <Free> boot. <laughs> squeaked one out 20 to 19 over Notre Dame and the, the gold helmets. Yeah. I think Georgia is going to win the East. Changing, I thought it was Tennessee a minute ago, Paul. <laughs> you know, what might be as uh, offensive about this whole matchup as anything is like the rattle can gold that mm-hmm. Notre Dame has gone to on their helmets. It literally looks like something you spray painted in your garage. It's mm-hmm. like, are you like a division one college football team with like a huge budget and like your yeah. rattle can helmets look awful. Well, we've all seen how it's done on Rudy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. That's how they make gold Dayton's. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Mississippi state taking on Louisiana tech mm-hmm. in uh, Mississippi state 57 to 21 over law tech. What a shit docket we've had this weekend. Oh, yeah. oh boy. It doesn't get much better next week. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, it's bad. Yes, sir. Bad, 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 bad next week also. And then uh, the final game on the schedule, because Florida and North Carolina, uh, or North no, Carolina, Colorado. Colorado, sorry. Yeah, North Colorado was canceled because of the hurricane. Uh, that's another one Tim couldn't pray him out of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So LSU won 45 <laughs> to 10 mm-hmm. um, this weekend. I didn't get to watch any of that game. I, I taped it, but I didn't get to, to watch. I didn't either. On. I mean, I... Um I watched some of the highlights, um, but what I did hear or see or read on Twitter is like a, people were like looking at this game going, LSU's better than we thought they were. And I'm like, how do you really glean that from a game against Chattanooga? <laughs> but, you know, I feel like that's everybody from last week saying the, the Mizzou Tigers are going to score 60 points a game and be, a, you know. Yeah, from one game yeah, against Missouri State. You're like, yeah. Listen, LSU, no doubt, is going to be a pretty salty team, but let's hold out judgment till they do it against somebody who's not Chattanooga. For instance, hot garbage. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, Paul. All right. And we probably should touch on last week after we did the show, we had an A&M versus UCLA game. Yeah, we know how that turned out. Where A&M blew a huge lead and lost 45 to 44. Mm-hmm. Beginning of the someone talk. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we had Tennessee, Georgia Tech, which Georgia Tech ran for 500 yards and still <laughs> lost the game. They blew that game. A&M. And Georgia Tech basically did the same thing. I mean, they had big leads. They were basically had their foot on the throat of these games and just pissed it away. I was so mad at Georgia Tech. I mean, they there, there was no reason for them to lose this game, especially given their style of offense. Like All they do is just run this triple option, run, 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 occasional pass, run, run, run. It's like... Get this giant lead and just basically run out the second half, doing what you've done the first half. Just run the ball and do it effectively. And somehow they managed to let Tennessee come all the way back. It's so mm. frustrating because I hate Tennessee so much. Mm. We all do. Tennessee is still the pick to win the SEC East. <laughs> there we are. Paul won't give it up, will he? No, no. He Not the Paul Feinbaum, yeah. but he's, he's, he sticks to his guns just like the real Paul. <laughs> yeah. And then we go through the, the schedule. Fine bot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go through the schedule for next week, which we talked about was just as great as this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Texas A&M taking on Louisiana. I didn't even know Louisiana. Was just so the entire school, state? The whole entire no, state. No, the T-bags. Yeah. <laughs> Texas A&M. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, they Thank might get a ball. win this week. So they, they could come through, unless the, the Cajuns uh, kill them all. Florida versus Tennessee is still uh, mm. on the bracket here for this week. Which used to be a big game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not as much as it used to be anymore. What do you think, though? Because they're still contenders for this uh, shit yeah, they division. Ha- they haven't lost to South Carolina yet. Mm-hmm. Colin, who do you, who would you pick on that one? 
I'm going to pick Florida just because I I one I like Florida's coaching better, and two I like Florida's defense. But God, Florida looked fucking awful on offense last week, and mm. Tennessee's defense looked terrible. So it's the yeah. inevitable, unmovable <laughs> object meets the uh, unstoppable force, or but but exactly the opposite of that. Caleb, who do you think can win that one? I'm going to go with Florida in that one. Yeah, Paul. Tennessee is still the pick to win the SEC East. No, he loves him some Tennessee. We'll see about that. All right, next. Uh, next on the schedule is Auburn versus Mercer. Tell Auburn. me one person that went to school at Mercer. Isn't Mercer a disease? Yeah, I thought it was MRSA. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, they've got some antibiotics ahead of them. Mm-hmm. I think the old guard for the Bulls created that school, Ron. Yeah. I think we can fast forward through that one. Auburn. Yeah, Auburn's going to win that one. Then we've got uh, Colorado State versus Alabama. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to agree with Paul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then LSU, Nick Saban. <laughs> LSU versus Mississippi State in an SEC game. Mm-hmm. I'm LSU in it. Yeah, I'm going to go LSU in that. LSU. Yeah, we all are. Ed Ogeron's giant head is going mm-hmm. to prevail. Yep. I love listening to him talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He eats a lot of crawfish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sticks around his jaw. <laughs> and then here's a great matchup. Samford. Not Stanford. Samford mm-hmm. versus Georgia. University of Georgia. Yeah. Georgia. I always want to, I always think and son. Why is it? Why yeah, do they, just, why I, I do they the have same the, just the front? They need Sanford and son. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not going to They'll beat. never win a game without the son. <laughs> no, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not happening. Go in Georgia on that one. Mm-hmm. And then in an SEC game, we've got Kentucky versus South Carolina. Mm. This is actually a intriguing matchup because, you know, if Kentucky is anything close to what everybody in Kentucky thinks they are, this and should they be. They sure a haven't game. looked like it. <laughs> no, they sure haven't. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, um, going to be an exposing moment for Kentucky the way this game was f- an exposing moment for the Mizzou Tigers. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to get to see just exactly what they are. Mm-hmm. I'm going Carolina just because they beat Mizzou and it'll make them look better. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, I feel like Kentucky's not that good, and South Carolina, who I don't think is that good, is going to show you that Kentucky is not good. <laughs> you know, they're going to beat Kentucky. And You're right about that. Like they did against Mizzou and not shit down their leg, and they'll probably win. Yeah, hot dog water. Yes, sir. And then we have Vandy going up against the Big 12 in K-State. <laughs> well, K-State. Um, yeah, they're ranked. They are looking good, mm-hmm. you know, and their their biggest problem I had with K-State initially was their quarterback looked like, you know, some guy that probably wouldn't play quarterback for most <laughs> Power 5 schools, but it's mm-hmm. what K-State had. Mm-hmm. But he looks good. He played last year and was very, um, I don't know, Run first, not really your typical pocket passing quarterback, but uh, he has looked good so far. Now they haven't really played a, a world beater yet, but holy shit! Then we have Old Miss versus Cal next week. Mm-hmm. Cal Berkeley versus mm-hmm. Old Miss. Now there Pac-12 are two team. campuses with probably some different ideology, Brennan. <laughs> you think? A little bit. <laughs> I think you're probably right. A little bit different culture yeah, on both of sure. those campuses. Sure. sure. Yeah. Neither one of them smell great, I promise you. <laughs> yeah, that's what they have in common. Yep. All righty. And uh, who do you want to pick in that one? Old Miss. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, is Cal any good? I know nothing about Cal this year. Uh, I don't know. All I know is Old Miss is in the dumpster, but uh, yeah, who knows? Fuck it, Old Miss. Yeah. Go with it. <laughs> sure. What Ole do you think, Miss? Paul? Yeah, that's Ole what I Miss? thought. Mm-hmm. He likes the SEC. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the final one is... Purdue at Mizzou. Got a Mizzou. <laughs> a lot of home games right out of the gate. Good yeah, for them. Three in a row. It's really paid off. Yeah, it's too bad. It's uh, they 
fucked the cat yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I been every home game. I have no interest in going to this one. No. I'll well, pass on watching the Missouri game. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, if Drew Brees was still playing for Purdue, I might go. Mm-hmm. And Chase Daniel yeah. was playing for the. You know, that would be a heck of a game. Yeah, Drew like Brees versus Chase Daniel. Maybe we can get that going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many years is eligibility do those guys have left? Yeah. I don't think those guys have anything going on next weekend. No, no, <laughs> sure. So, uh, what do we think of Purdue? What do we think of this game? Honestly, well, this was supposed to be a total cupcake. Uh, Purdue's the uh, shit's bottom. Of I know the nothing big. about Purdue. Well, they've been very bad in the Big Ten of late and for a long time. And uh, but they put on points so far this season. They have a um, pretty prolific offense. The, you know the kind we were supposed to have. Sure. And uh, I am predicting Missouri to lose to the University of Purdue. What do you, do you know at about? home? Uh, Purdue's offense looks really good. I watched them yesterday. Um, or what do they do? They throw the ball all over the field. So they got a decent quarterback. Oh, but we got a really good secondary, so we should be fine. Yeah. Well, but question, Caleb. I mean, Purdue's having to play another Power Five school in Mizzou. Does their quarterback, who's good, completely shrink like a fucking lily on in a hot sunny day the way ours does i mean is their quarterback going to crumble and just be not a great quarterback when i, they heard, I heard he has a huge cock oh boy yeah so no. that's the word on the street so he's not gonna drew lock no, it just like no. all the talent is just gonna fucking get, wilt away as soon as a, a no. on it. got a swinger mm-hmm. <sighs> who is a drew lock <laughs> aren't you <hear> that <laughs> I'm guessing they beat us like at least sixty-two to five. Wow! Who yeah. is Drew Locke? There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pull a safety off somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? If we finish the game with five, holy shit! That's a hell of a prediction. So, do you, what do you guys think? I, I I can't pick Mizzou at this point. They don't do any of the three phases right. No, you know what I mean? like, true. It's like if we're it's, defense. At least two years ago, when the offense was abysmal, the defense was a fucking machine. sledgehammer. And then last year, we were just kind of very middling on offense, and the defense was just a fucking sieve. And this year, we're just hot garbage all the way across the board in all phases of the game. Yeah. That's hard to do. That's hard to do to be that consistent across the board. Yeah, and, and what it sounds like is we get worse every year. Well, we're in, How about that, Coach? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Hot um, garbage. I feel sorry for Mr. Corey Fatoni. Oh, we all do. The, the, the talent of that kid having to be piddled away on Mizzou. The one thing upside is, is like, where else is he going to punt more? Yeah, he gets mm-hmm. to yeah, punt true. a lot. Show yeah. his craft off. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll have to talk to him about it one yeah, of these Yeah, we're going to have to give him a call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Caleb, you the same thing? Think Missouri's going to lose? I think Missouri's going to lose. I do. Well, he the just gave you Tigers five. continue yeah, to yeah, inch to the bottom of the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Paul. All right. That'll do it, I guess, right? Is that all the games? That's all the games. Okay, so let's move on to our awards segment mm. of the show. Uh, it's not going to be a fun one. give awards on a game like I know this. it, but we got to do it. we got to do it. It's our job. Well, let's start with the TJ Moe douche of the week just uh-huh. so I can... Don't have to give out a positive award. Uh-huh. Who do we who do we think about that for? Well, I, I think TJ Mo should be up for that this week. Well, well for his good, hot takes too. Well, on let me Twitter. let me uh, say this, Caleb. Let's just throw everybody in the press box, super friends, yeah. as the douche of the week. Okay, okay. TJ included. Uh huh. And because uh, of the immediate chastation of the entire fan base for being upset about what we mm-hmm. see on the field. Yes, how dare we be reactionary. <laughs> yeah, how dare we be upset with this? How dare we be mad at somebody for doing a terrible job 
<laughs> and want to have somebody do a good job. To this point, like, like again, I was said earlier in the show, like, it's not the fact that we lost as much as the way we lost. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, all the problems that we had last year, Barry Odom hasn't addressed any of them. Mm-hmm. But you know what, guys? We just need to give him three or four more years. Like, it's just... It's turning into the Kim Anderson narrative. That's what's scaring me. It's this, it's half of this people going, oh, come on, we need to give him his chance and give him some time. And the other half going, I have eyes. And mm-hmm. my eyes are telling me something completely different than what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, Gabe and his ivory tower and his tall fucking horse telling everybody they're, you know, everybody with the internet right now thinks they should fire their coach. Like, Give me a fucking break, Gabe. Mm-hmm. You are not pals with Barry Odom. You're a jock sniffer who thinks he's his back. <laughs> and Barry Odom does not give a fuck. And I'm going to tell you what, it doesn't matter how much you like the guy. You can still not think he's going to last. You should still think he should lose his fucking job. You know what I mean? Give me a fucking break. Dude of the week. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Caleb, I, I mean, do you agree with this? I, I absolutely agree. T, the TJ Mo douche of the week could go to so many different people this time around, mm-hmm. but I, the, the press box guys think they're so much better than the average fan. Meanwhile, back with the press box super friends. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just unbelievable the level they think they're on where you can't have an opinion. If it's not their opinion, it's not a good opinion. Mm. You can have a fucking opinion. We pay the wages of the coaches. You know, We all do as uh, people of the state of Missouri. We can tell them to fuck themselves all we want to. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's, yeah, I mean. It's America. We're trying to make Mizzou great again. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well. My thing is, is like these guys talk to us and treat us as if like we're that we just don't get it. It's like, no, I have fucking eyes. You know, like you were talking before the show, just screenshot one of their tweets and then send it to them two years later when what you said was right and what they say is wrong. Mm -hmm. It's like, but I'm whoever certain so-and-so with my certain platform. So that makes me smarter than you. It's like, no, that just means you have a platform. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All the, you know, so there, I just, there's some of the crazy. few people that make money off adolescent boys that don't go to jail. Yeah. 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 But that, that's a feather in your cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congrats. Well, I feel, and I, I feel like what, I guess what's really aggravating is I feel like the tone of those tweets right now is very much like Barry Odom is, is okay. Like they're kind of yeah, like Dave Matter put it like, uh, kind of a string of tweets out. He never implicitly endorsed Barry Odom or chastised him. It was just kind of like Barry Odom's coming to the press conference. And he's pissed. Mm. It's like, but the tone but is kind of like we, you know, the captain hey, of the ship's going to turn things around. Yeah, like oh, you, you guys should not be too mad at him because he's mad too. It's yeah. other than saying Missouri's coach I, is upset about you know. It's just like well, after talking to Barry today, I kind of get the impression that Barry was trying to foster that mm-hmm. impression. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, well, let's just group them all together, the entirety of the Press Box Super Friends. Once again, we've uh, managed to alienate everyone in the Mizzou press who already hate us, so who cares? (laughs) By calling them Douche of the Week. Douche of the Week. So uh, let's go on to happier news and talk about the Kirk Farmer's hair player of the game. Well, after a devastating loss like this, if there's one thing that can make me feel better, it's closing my eyes and thinking deep and hard and long about the flowing blonde locks of one former Mizzou quarterback, Kurt Farmer. Now it's time for Kurt Farmer's hair, player of the game. Who do we got, fellas? Well, in my book, you got two guys. You got Crockett, obviously, mm-hmm. or you got our fucking punter, which, you know. So well, are we there again already? The third straight year where we're punter as our best player. So I don't know. Any, any other candidates in your all's mind? It's the only two I've got. Oh, I thought Rashad Brandon might have a chance, but he didn't get to play that much. Mm, good point. 
Um, so uh, I'm going to say Crockett. I mean, to me, there's no doubt in my mind that Crockett was the MVP of this game if he had not gotten a bruised tailbone or whatever. Right. I mean, I'm telling you what, his tailbone better be fucked. Because if he <laughs> sat out two-thirds of this game because of a bruised tailbone that is just kind of, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to be mad. because Brian he, said his he, tailbone he, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> missed the show because of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I mean, you got to have a shot for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, numb the guy up, you know, something. I'm like, yeah. doesn't, doesn't Crockett understand that when he goes out, they force Ish Witter on us? <laughs> I mean, he's got to know this. It's insane. It is insane. Yeah. I mean, by default, I think, yeah. I mean, this may be the season where it's just like by default. Was there going to be Crockett? Or is it going to take the award away? I feel yeah. like, uh, and oh god, and Fatoni with that kick inside the five and a mm. stupid fucking penalty. Oh my god, the oh. special teams were so bad. <laughs> oh my god, Fatoni's probably gonna make a call, and somebody's gonna end up with a fucking horse head in their bed over that yeah, deal. Good, I hope he does. <laughs> All right, Demario Crockett, you are Kurt Former's hair player of the game. So, fellas, I think that'll do it. I, we need to get the fuck out of here. We're angry. Yeah. And uh, we'll do a midweek show for you about Purdue. God knows who we talked to about Purdue, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll bring it to you if anybody's still listening. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and keep in mind, if you're giving up on us now, we are going to talk about basketball soon. So yeah. uh, you can tune right back in <laughs> yeah, exactly. and learn about the Porter Brothers and how they are the salvation of the entire university and the state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, speaking of the Porter Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned before the show, Caleb, that on Sports Nation, they had them playing cornhole. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It was great. First one made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the highlight of the goddamn day on Sports Nation. Yeah, it was the highlight of the weekend for yeah. us. Cool. Yeah. Well, what was crazy about them playing cornhole? I mean, mm-hmm. cornhole, that's not the cornhole that I'm familiar with. Like, this game that got a had a different unfortunate definition. name when I was growing up. The game cornholing, which I'm sure the both the Porter brothers are going to do plenty of on campus, sure. was not this game. <laughs> well, you know they call it cornholing, and and it, on TV the SEC Nation people call it cornholing. That's all the game is. I've always noted as cornhole, <laughs> but my assumption was it was named after the activity of which you're referring to because this big beanie bag goes <laughs> ramming into a hole, and it implies something else. Thus the name was inappropriately gathered, but it seems to have become acceptable. And am I wrong? Or is there just, was there, have there always been two different, very different cornholes? I don't, I, I don't know. But, well, there's always been two different cornholes in my mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, radically different. Listen, there's two types of cornhole and Michael Porter Jr. is going to do a quite a bit of it on Mizzou's campus. Both. Hot dog water. <laughs> there are going to be a lot of Jersey Chase and sorority whores mm-hmm. on uh, Mizzou's campus. Whose hole will be point, <laughs> We're going to limp around campus hardcore. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They're, he's going to try to cripple them. Yeah. be like fucking a warm glass of water when he leaves. <laughs> yeah. Like a wizard sleeve. Like a wizard sleeve. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... With the, I'm glad we got that in. Yeah, I want to make sure we talk about uh, mm-hmm. how much butt sex Michael Porter Jr. is going to have. We just make it clear. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be confused about it. No. Uh, okay, so if you have more angry things to say, send us an email, mazodcast at gmail.com. You can always tweet us at mazodcast. I mean, you guys provide better content than we ever could. I mean, based on that mailbag, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, that was fantastic, and we're always eager to hear more of that. And so, in fact, we'll just pump out the listener line here. You can always call the show at 314-896-3849. And uh, if we don't answer, leave us a fucking voicemail because they're great fun. Yes, absolutely. 
All right. I feel a little bit better after talking this through. I'm still not satisfied they're going to have a successful season, but uh, I'm glad we did it. I think we're looking at a almost identical season to last mm-hmm. year. It's an identical team. Yeah, with, ident- with the same identical problems that have mm-hmm. not been fixed. But <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I uh, couldn't agree more. Well, M-I-Z. Z-O-U. See you guys. Adios. Adios.